0: I welcome you to Central Moments again as we journey through life with the writer of Ecclesiastes, who can't seem to find meaning anywhere, quote-unquote, under the sun. That's apart from God stepping in and giving meaning to things. And uh, so, how do we live? I mean, and this is a beautiful, permission-giving passage. Uh, He's just talked about the different seasons in life. And now in chapter 3, verse 12, I know that there's nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live. That each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in their toil. This is a gift from God. So this is a gift from God. We don't understand a lot of things. We have seasons where we tear down. We have seasons where we build up. He's just gone through all of this. He said God's working in all these seasons to make something beautiful. He's put eternity in our hearts. We know there's something bigger than ourselves, although we can't see the whole picture like he can. So, So what do we do? Just sit there paralyzed? No. He said... He said, "Enjoy life. Enjoy life. Uh, nothing better than to be happy and to do good while we live, and to find and and, and to eat and to drink and find satisfaction in their toil." He's not a, he's not licensing self-indulgence here uh, to the excessive degree our culture has pursued it, but he is saying, saying, "Enjoy life, even though even though you don't know where it's all going, and even though life itself can't give you meaning in life, but it is a gift from God." Uh, it's a gift from God to enjoy His blessings. It's a gift from God to live fully. It's a gift from God to feel fulfilled at work. This is what He's saying, and and, and He's also saying um, that that in verse fourteen, I know that every that God does, everything God does will endure forever. So uh, we we bounce between seasons, but but what God does lasts forever. And nothing can be added to it, nothing can take it away. So this is a picture of God's sovereignty in life. And we realize that we we embrace his blessings every day. But then he said, what a tragedy to have God's blessings but lose the fear of God. He said, God does it so that people will fear him. So he's good to us. He allows us to enjoy life. Why? Not so that we forget him or are distracted from him. Now, Jesus constantly warned us that that the pleasures of life and the worries of life and just life will will weigh us down, our spirits down, and distract us from the centrality of his life and the soon coming of Jesus again. But he's saying, you know, although this is dangerous, um, being blessed uh, can... Lead us as good as it is. The danger is that it can lead us to no longer fear God. There's not to be in terror of Him, but this is to tremble at anything that would replace God in His life, in our lives. That I would, I, I would just fear ever being outside of His will, ever out of alignment with His purposes. I want to stay surrendered to Him, and that's where the fear of God takes us. And so He actually says, God's good to people, so they'll learn to fear Him, even though. God's goodness and blessings often distract people. And so he goes on in verse 22, still Ecclesiastes 3. So I saw that there's nothing better for a person than just to enjoy their work because that is their lot. For who can bring them to see what will happen after them? And there he raises another issue. We, we don't know what the future is going to hold. We, we don't know where it's all going to go in our lives. But enjoy work and embrace it fully don't let that be an excuse to slough off or to be paralyzed or, or to not know what to do. Embrace your work. Embrace God's blessings. Uh, don't let it take you away from the fear of God. But at the same time, uh, don't let the unknowns of the future paralyze you today. Here's how Jesus approached that in Matthew six thirty-three in the Sermon on the Mount. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek first his kingdom, what God is doing. And his righteousness, what Jesus is like. And all these things will be added to you as well. And the, all these things listed in the previous verses are, are, are the blessings of life. Food, clothing, I mean Jesus is really specific about those. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, Jesus went on to say. So tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. It's kind of a humorous statement. He said, let, uh, let tomorrow doing the worrying do the worrying. You don't need to do the worrying. Just... Just live today fully. So Father, we pray that we'll seek your kingdom first. We pray Jesus will be at the center, the fear of God, and, uh, and, and all of what it means to follow you will be at the heart of our lives. And we just trust you, Lord, to provide for the needs of our lives. Thank you. Let us a gift from you to enjoy life without letting the enjoyment of life distract us from you. Help us to walk that way.